Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. This is Josh. I'm Jason Momoa. Live. <laughs> we have Jason Momoa and Lee with us tonight. <laughs> I'm Lee DeMar. How do you reach the Mayfair Podcast? Very careful. You, uh, that, that's what you say with a voicemail, not yes. Uh, yeah, that's why it's funny. It's yeah, become the phone, our thing. Because you have to go through the phone book. Yeah, but then they're fingers, listening to the podcast, and they're like, oh, thank God, we've walking. reached the podcast I was looking for. I'm just trying to think of where the phrase reach came from in, in terms of communicating. If anyone's tuning in halfway through the show. This is a live show. So <laughs> yes, yes, Josh. That's why we take we calls. <laughs> we get lots of texts. Andrew <laughs> called me out on it the first time I did, but then it just kind of became the thing. And now it's come full circle as I've been called out again. Gwen called you out on it while listening to it, but she likes it because she's like, it makes it feel like I'm listening to an old-timey radio show. I came full circle on my honeymoon. Is that good? Oh, <laughs> and there's the, uh, there's the E for explicit content. Well, he hasn't sworn yet, though. <laughs> We've still got plenty of time. I only get that because Andrew expects that from me. Yeah. Sure. He was looking, he had that look in his eye. He's, yeah. he's going to do it. I can tell. You only get to podcast with him a couple times a year. So you got to get in your roast yeah. material. <laughs> Who'd I roast? My, roast my wife? Roast. <laughs> roast. This is good. So Lee is here specifically to tell the tale of meeting Jar Jar Binks Ahmed Best. Because I'm very excited about this because a little while ago, because I follow him on Twitter, he was talking about doing this one-man show, mm-hmm. and it's still in development, but the poor guy's been through a lot. It's funny. I talked to him about his one-man show. I went to the Cannes Film Festival this past the week. Yes. And I'm at the Cannes <laughs> Film Festival at the director's fortnight. No, he uh, was at the Star Wars celebration, which I attended with my son, and he told me when talking to him that he had cousins in Ottawa. He said, oh, Ottawa. And I'm like, you know Ottawa? Because most Americans think Canada is Vancouver and Toronto. And I'm like, oh, you know Ottawa. And he's not the, you know, he's an intelligent man, obviously. But he said, no, I have cousins who live in Ottawa. I'm like, wow. So I couldn't wait. Like, I went home and I looked up in the phone book. <laughs> I looked up Binks. That's not his real name. <laughs> Fully, there was a way. So there are Binks in Ottawa, but it's not. I hope you called them as well. Anyway, just to follow up the bit, you're like, are you related to Jar Jar? Misa, his cousin. Did like, you find the best? Planned? No, actually, I decided I found out I don't have a phone book. Oh yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. Which like, is weird because you, you found the banks people, but it's like, what am I? How do at? I let my fingers do the walking? Like, I think there's yellow page. I think my parents have a yellow page. Is new. Well, you can do it online. Yeah, just a website. They, there's an online. What's online? It's, it's not the is same. That where the podcast is. The four, the four one one. Why whatever? don't you do that while we're doing the show? Oh yeah, you, do we yeah. have a phone book? How many best do you think are in Ottawa? Let's find out. Oh, probably a lot. Well, you can keep talking. Is he looking up yellowpages.ca? Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Don't I think it's Canada 411. Don't look too much because then we'll just hear clicking. Click, that's true. Click, click, yeah, we need a sound that's really keyboard. annoying for our listeners. Is it best? <laughs> B-E-S-T. It yeah. used to be the best. Now. Mm. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that there's his cousins live in Ottawa. I wonder if they lived here during... What would their the last names be best? Well, it, if I guess cousins. we don't know. <laughs> well, my cousins... I have cousins named DeMarb. Yeah. I have cousins named Green, so... Maybe they're maybe they're least. <laughs> he just had to. He's never going to come here now, Andrew. Thanks a lot. If we were on the Gong Show, that would have went really well. We need a tiny Gong in here. He tuned into this one. He's like, "Oh, I met that nice man from Ottawa." <laughs> I can find my cousins are there now. I'll listen to this podcast. There was so much going on in the Star Wars celebration. Like you like, you know, you like the movies and you want to go to all the panels, or you like the movies because you like collecting Hasbro, and you line up all day long for the Hasbro exclusives, or you like it because of Lego, and you have to line up all day for Lego, or you like it for Funko Pop, 
That was the biggest one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, and there was cosplaying, and there were all these different avenues to go down. And so now that I'm back, all this week I've been watching the uh, live stream, watch it all four days on the Star Wars YouTube channel. So yeah. I'm watching it, and today I watched the Lego panel, which we missed. And they were selling the new Lego exclusive, the new Tavern 4. You know, that's the first ship you see in the Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Stardust, you just, these are new movies to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we knew the name of that ship off the top of our heads, of course. It's an exclusive that doesn't come out till May the 4th. Here, I have to drive to Montreal to go get it. Oh, that's my favorite time of the year when you take a mad drive to Montreal. Yeah, like, where's Lee's? Like, somewhere in the world getting piece of Lego. It's a pretty nice set. They haven't really, haven't had that out in over 10 years. Anyway, so I'm going to do it, but I got mad at my son today for not knowing. The guy at the panel said, we're selling 250 a day at our booth. Yeah. And the designer of the Tavern Four is here, and he'll sign each box. And I swatted Max in the head for not paying attention and knowing, not knowing the lineup. There, there was so much. I mean, it's hard to get it all in. I guess I think they need more than five days to get it all in. Jesus How many people crazy. are there? I heard a hundred thousand. Wow! A what? Day. Wow! A yeah. day, Jesus! Something it was crazy already like something crazy like that. Because there were so many people, and because I guess up until this year they'd always have people uh, line up overnight. We did that. I did that once in Orlando to get in the 40th anniversary panel. I lined, I like, I slept on a floor in, in this long, long lineup to get into the 40th anniversary thing, which was worth it. And I was ready to do that again with Max. We bought air mattresses that I bought off Amazon, nice. and we, I had uh, two pirate patches to put on each of our eyes <laughs> and earplugs, and I was all ready for, for Max and I to sleep overnight. But they decided this year instead to do lotteries. So if you wanted to get into a panel, you had to win a lottery. And there was only 7,000 fans allowed into the celebration stage to see certain panels that you wanted to see. Max and I entered every lottery, and we got we won every panel. We won it. Max and I both won every panel we wanted to get into. So we won the Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of the Empire, Rise of Skywalker panel, and and we also won Mandalorian, the Mandalorian panel. But our flight was supposed to leave. Right after Mandalorian panel, and my wife's like, "You're never gonna make it. You can't go to it." <laughs> so I changed my flight. <laughs> of course, of course you did. Because we won the lottery, which you yeah. had to do with the lottery. Yeah, <laughs> people were talking in line at episode nine that Mandalorian's the one you know you don't want to miss it. We knew a guy. We met a guy who worked in Lucasfilm. Like, yeah, don't miss that one. Don't miss it. Uh, the rumor was they were gonna show episode one, which they didn't, but they showed a lot. Anyway, I'm glad I did because the flight, uh, the last day of the Star Wars celebration, well, the last day we were there, Sunday, there was a blizzard. My 12.30 flight got canceled anyway. Due to hot flight conditions, basically. Be- yes, yeah. which isn't covered by insurance. So I would, have had, I would have spent over $1,000 booking a new flight, staying in a hotel at max. And we wouldn't have been able to leave till Tuesday. Jeez. But because I spent an excess of $300 to go to this panel, I saved over well over $700. That's, true. That's confusing, because, man. Because our flight got canceled, not because of hot flight circumstances. Right. Because the pilots got tired because they were circling O'Hare and they were circling the airport before they finally landed and they're like we can't fly anymore this is like we've been in the air too long so because of that we got a free hotel we got free tickets to fly out the next morning that's so complicated that's so crazy it is but (laughs) But it works but Mandalorian the winning that lottery saved saved my neck because I would have been really mad that I spent all that so conversely and missing the Mandalorian panel because you guys won everything are there some poor bastards who didn't get anything and are just like sad (laughs) yeah I'm I'm gonna hear him being like I won again (laughs) like I didn't brag about it but uh, we didn't there was also exclusive panels so 
we only won three of the exclusive panels we applied for. We didn't win Lego or Funko Pop, but we won the Hasbro exclusives. So we got in line and got the two big Hasbro exclusives, which I've seen on eBay for a thousand dollars. So see, that's, <laughs> right, yeah. that's my least favorite part of geekdom is that most geeks are collecting. They want it. They want yeah. it on their shelves. They want that memory of getting that autograph. Like, it's you hear these stories of. Like, there's a lot of comic artists who back in the day, just because it was, oh, my fans want sketches. And then eBay started happening. And kind of like you said with the layup picture that we have in our box office, not only would it go on eBay, but it would go on eBay in like four seconds. Yeah. So you would get a nice sketch from some comic artist and then it would go online. And I hate that because it, like it's ruined this lovely thing about collecting, oh, yeah, meeting. I totally your, agree. You know, like I totally agree. And like so, and so any anyone in the world can just go on eBay and get this thing that you could only seem to have gotten when you were there. You know, you can't. I can't brag about this T-shirt anymore. I got it at the celebration, but you can probably go yeah. on eBay and find it if you want to spend the money. Like I make sure it takes the fun out of it. I collect comic pages, comic art, and any ones I've gotten in the past eight or nine years, they say to Gwen and Josh. Yes. Nice meeting you in Ottawa. Because I'm like, that's it. And the first one we ever got, very early, we were just dating still. And Crispin was here with the Crispin Glover Poetry Night Spectacular. (laughs) And he was the nicest guy. And like, you know, sometimes eccentric folks like that might be like, oh, I'm not autographing that. I'm not talking about Charlie's Angels. But I brought up my Willard DVD to get autographed. And he was lovely, and he wrote, and he remembered Gwen's name, because she had been there the night before, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, is Gwen here tonight? And I couldn't believe oh, he remembered her name. <laughs> You're like, what? what? And he signed the DVD to Gwen and Josh, so nice to have met you, hope to be back soon in Ottawa, Crispin. So I brought it, and like I said, this was like, we were still like a month into dating, right? Man. And so I brought the DVD, and I'm like, well, we're kind of hooked now. <laughs> <laughs> and I want That's Crispin to come back and be like, Crispin, we've been married for five years, you know? But so that is to both of us. I would never resell it. It would never go on eBay. After the Mandalorian panel, we the last autograph we got, we got 22 autographs. Oh, my there. God. The last one we got was Anthony Daniels, who we'd met before two years ago. We got a photo, but not an autograph. And we brought a giant poster tube with a sling on it. And Max carried around the poster tubes. And there was 11 theatrical movie posters inside <laughs> from the new ones and the old ones. So oh, we man. had a poster from 1977 original theatrical poster for <laughs> Star amazing. Wars which I've seen on eBay for no less than $2,000 but you know it's not mine to sell I does mean, that yeah. go on the plane with you like yeah. Uma Thurman's oh. swords and <laughs> <kill> <laughs> the Seriously. yeah especially after they were all signed oh my god I started freaking out like what if Max you know it opened up and they spilled on the floor <laughs> yeah, it's always Max it's well, what if he was carrying it what if true. Max trades it for beans <laughs> yes. but he was taking a good care of it anyway we got to the Anthony Daniels poster and we opened up every time we unraveled posters to find what we were looking for to get signed in that we had a th- the original theatrical for Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back when they got unraveled people were like ooh and ah crowding her like a high floor and it's like stop don't step yeah. on this nobody touch these or look at them we got our Anthony Daniels to sign our, our poster the theatrical poster from 77 and in line with Max I said Max we should get him to personalize it and he said no he said no 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 and, and I'm like Max I'm not going to sell this poster are you planning on selling this after <laughs> yeah, I was like day? wait a minute <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because he knew the value of the poster and he yeah. knew the value of the autograph and maybe this took away from both I thought you know you can go online and probably buy Anthony Daniels yeah. autograph anywhere but an Anthony Daniels autograph that says to Lee and Max yeah is, true. Is, you can't find so and you're still uh, bigger than him for now so you're calling me shots yeah. <laughs> for now you're like yeah no this is what we're doing <laughs> I convinced them to let him personalize it but we kept fighting the only one we didn't get personalized we have um, 
Clone Wars, the animated the film, the feature length, the feature film, theatrical poster for that, and every actor signed that. Every actor, every like you know, Ekin and Obi Wan and Yoda, and all the actors, Padme, Rex, Captain Rex. Um, they all signed it, and it's not personalized. So there's Max's. There's his trip to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's probably the, my favorite thing that we brought back with us. You know, we we got a we got a few posters signed by many people, but not by the entire cast like that one. Did you get any eight by tens or or? We did. We only did one because well, every time we wanted to sign a poster, they said you're welcome an eight by ten. Oh, okay. But they'll either sign that or the other. So I did collect a few 8x10s. Right. The only one, Peter Mayhew, canceled his first day. He shouldn't even be there. He should no, be he's, walking he's not sell, right? He came in. He was sold out for the rest of it. So we had some, uh, it's like, do you want a refund or just get another autograph? So we traded Peter Mayhew in for Annabel Davis, where Davis's oh. daughter, who was one of the best people we met. She, it was so fun talking to her. ID and I, Verso. Who's that? Uh, is that name? Is that, is that the character was, or the actor? I know. I honestly don't know anymore. Uh, that's the character. Iden Verso. Iden Verso. Battlefront 2. I don't know if anyone plays Battlefront no. 2. But are you saying Urso? Like Jin Urso? No, no, no. She's you, not related you, to Jin okay. at all. I don't know if I'm saying yeah. <laughs> Max is the Battlefront 2 guy. I'm not. Yeah. But he thought it'd be worth getting. But we didn't have... A, she's not in the movies yet. Okay. She'll probably be in the movie someday. One of them. Or a cartoon, so we just get eight by ten of that for the battlefront poster signed by her. But she's a stone cold fox. Okay, like there were guys in line. She's a, she's probably one of the most attractive things about Star Wars. That? I wonder why Max picked that autograph. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And, but it was like you know when we met Pamela Anderson, he didn't want to get away. That's, that picture her. is amazing of the yeah. two of you guys. It was like getting it. It was like that. That's so good. Yeah, because we need a picture. I want to replace the human centipede photo that's hanging in our lobby. Oh, God. Because it's just, because every once in a while, you don't notice it because it's just there. We've got all this yeah, cool I've stuff. I've never yeah. noticed it. Well, every once in a while, we'll have, you know, like it's, the Lego movie with a hundred kids in here, and I'll just see a kid looking at it, or, and I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I always huh. suspect no one knows what it is unless they know the movie. But yeah. Is that why you asked about the 8x10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I so want 8x10 to replace I, it. I've got a big buck of things I can bring in. You know, it's funny. A couple of years ago, when Max and Anna were young, uh, Carl Weathers came to the Ottawa Comic Con, and we got a photo with him, because hey, it's Creed from Rocky. Hurricane and, Smith. Hurricane Smith. <laughs> yeah, yes. And no other roles. No more. Yeah, Action Jackson. Yeah. And those Hulk Hogan movies? Yes. What? Shadow Warriors Shadow or something? Those, the, Shadow Warriors. Amazing. I didn't know what that good. is. This is the longest that anyone's gone talking about yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Carl Weathers is fun. And, and so we're at the Mandalorian panel, and they introduced the cast. And Carl Weathers was one of them who came out. And he's like, I want you. I want you. So it was fun to take my Carl Weathers photo that we took years ago for Rocket and put it in our... Star Wars binder. moves over to Star oh, Wars. <laughs> so good. Everybody does eventually. I feel like eventually. Like, yeah. Like he so looks particularly good. He's the. He explains that after the. It's set after Return of the Jedi, and he explains how the Empire is dissolved after the death of the, the Emperor and after the Battle of Jakku, and so um, the universe, the galaxy is splintered, and Carl Weathers is sort of this union boss for the uh, for the bounty hunters. And so he brings in, someone wants a, a bounty, so Carl Weathers brings in his top bounty hunter in the Mandalorian. He looks like he walked off the set of Rocky too. He looks incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So in Chicago, like when you were at the airport, when I was in San Diego Comic-Con years ago, my favorite thing, and I'll never forget it, 
is that it's packed because it's not a humongous town. So every hotel, every yeah. you know, every uh, bed and breakfast, every rental car, everything is nerds just yeah. taking over the city. Nerds. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were staying. Was yeah. <laughs> we were staying fairly near the convention center, and we were walking past to go to you know go to a pub one night, and we passed by a Hooters, like an actual Hooters. And inside, like something out of The Simpsons, <laughs> was just filled with nerds. And one table, bless their little hearts, oh, no. was an Adam West, a yellow-shirted Captain Kirk, and a Spider-Man with his mask pulled up like you'll see in the comics sometimes yeah. when he's like eating. These three gentlemen were all like 300 pounds, and they had 400 wings in front of them, and this Hooters waitress just <laughs> doing her best. Yeah. You know, and we walked by and we saw this perfect little scene. So every time there's a giant Star Wars convention or something in town... I just imagine the locals like just rolling their eyes and being like, oh, the nerds are back again. Yeah. <laughs> well, know? I don't find Star Wars nerds are as fat as... Uh, yeah. nerds. <laughs> I don't think that was the takeaway of the story, but... <laughs> well, it's amazing. I, I, I do think the best thing about the Star Wars celebration for me, and I guess it's like that at San Diego and some of these other places, but I don't get as lo- in lines like I do at Star Wars celebration. When I go to the Ottawa Comic Con, Max and I look for toys for an hour and go home. If there's some a celebrity we want to meet, it's Ottawa. There's never a long line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're used to most times. But at Star Wars Celebration, we got on the long lines. And I love meeting people. I, love, I made, I made a, a lifelong friend from the UK. Named, his name is Lee. That's, that's your what? name. <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, wait a minute. Yeah, we like, you said it like it was going to be some weird different name. You're like, but that's your, your name. <laughs> I met a guy named Luis. He's from uh, Guadalajara where we shot the Dead Sleep Easy. And I told oh, him man. about working with the. Alex Laura and Vampiro on that movie and, and we're lifelong friends it seems I met a deaf friend I oh, met yeah. this guy That's in cool. line and I said well what's in your case and he it's hard to say this on the radio are we on a radio or not? <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> and he's he's reached the podcast. every time you're on the podcast you sound like you're 115 years old <laughs> yes. I feel like it <laughs> this over the I can picture you at home with like an old TV and getting up to turn the volume years. <laughs> years. Yeah. No, we know you have an old TV too for VHS purposes too I do. you have, have the 4x3 one and the actual widescreen yes, TV yes for my VHS collection yes. <laughs> it's important it is because you can't watch VHS on HD it's not good or laser discs yeah. Anyway, I met this guy and he gestured to me with his hands that he was deaf and mute. But I would see him throughout the celebration. He would tap me on the shoulder and I'd turn around and he'd show me the new toy he bought. And I started speaking mute. I started going, that's <laughs> oh my shaking God. my hands. We were both speaking right mute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to let it go, but I'm like, that's a mental thing. I'm not trying to, it was really nice. No. It was really nice making friends. There was a, because the Star Wars celebration uh, spent a lot of, a lot of effort um, letting people with disabilities in. There was a mm. lot. There was, they, there was always someone signing at the panels and, and it yeah, seemed yeah, like yeah. a big deal for them, which was nice to see. Yeah, so everywhere we'd go, we'd run into these nerds. We, you know, sure. we, we went to Max and I. Max is, has a simple taste, so every morning we ate at Starbucks, and every night when we got home, we ate at Subway. We'd always see people from Chicago. Oh, you guys are here for the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd often run into people we met in line. So I was. This is. It was weird. If you know me, the weirdest thing about me is my Lobot obsession. I'm a, I'm <laughs> is this the weirdest thing? The bald character from The Empress Strikes Back who has been lobotomized and lobotomized. Lobotomized. <laughs> oh, that's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> 30 yeah. years later. Like, my real, my, the guy who sold me his house, his name is Ray Smiley, and he's, he's a bald fella. Very handsome bald Guy fella. Smiley from Sesame Street? Oh Ray, and I know there are so Smiley. many facts being thrown at us right now. I, I can't and he's up. got billboards all over Orleans with his bald head, and I want to I want to put Lobot, I want to put the Lobot thing around <laughs> his skull and, uh, just to make me laugh. <laughs> Lobot Smiley. <laughs> yeah, you'd sell way more houses than people connected you to Lobot, I feel like. 
At Subway, I met a guy and his son, and his son was wearing this jacket, and he... Darth Maul jacket. A, yeah, you gotta be clear. It's I a very rare Darth Maul jacket. You know, when I talk to bald men, I don't think a Lobot. You know, when I start, I just... And I don't even look at their hair. I don't notice that there's... It's not like a Looney Tunes cartoon, you just imagine it kind of goes wavy, and you yeah. see the... Being on the side of his gotta, ears. Like, I gotta be honest, I think none of us look at bald people and think of Lobot. Well, so it's I, not like... <laughs> I know, but I think now it's changed. I do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, and now because of what happened at Subway, I was talking to this bald fella, really handsome, like really handsome guy, and his son, and, you know, he, he we eventually got into why we're at the Star Wars Celebration, our favorite things about Star Wars, and he, he and I showed him my Lobot collection at home. I, showed, I had a picture. Because you carry it with you? Yeah, I, was, I thought that you had them actually with you. No, 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 my, 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 I had, well, I had bought, yeah, I had, I had six in my bag. Uh, there it is. You got <laughs> six more in Chicago? Yeah. So I bought, I collect vintage circa 1980 mm-hmm. Lobots from the Empire Strikes Back. They were only released once by Kenner, and I collect just those yeah. that came out that year. Hint, hint. <laughs> podcast worlds. I found six, and I pulled them in my bag to show my bald friend, not realizing my bald, and I was showing <laughs> these bald figures to him. Yeah. He lost his mind, and he unzipped his bag, and oh, he put no. on his Lobot costume. He uh, what? Lobot. I was oh my cosplay God. Lobot all day long. That is not what I expected you to say. I think you were going to say his kid's name was Lobot. Did that happen when you saw his sister's name was Mr. T? When you watch your house and you showed you showed your real yeah. name? No, no. I, well, I see, <laughs> if Star I would, Wars. Now when I see bald people, I think Lobot. Because <laughs> just, it just, it just automatically, like, like, I'm so obsessed with Lobot. Why don't I see Lobot in every bald man I speak to? It's true. You have a Lobot and, obsession. <laughs> And my mom, my mom's got leukemia. I'm gonna have to watch myself at the hospital. You have to make light of the serious of course, things of in course. your life, or you can't get through them. Yep. So we shared contact information, and he, I guess the next day he was Lobot again. The <laughs> he was always Lobot. Lobot to be honest, yeah. but he's Lobot right now in your yeah, breakfast yeah, in dinner. His heart. Yeah, he's always and, Lobot. And he ran into another Lobot, not as handsome. <laughs> yeah. He sent me. He texted me a photo of him with another Lobot. So it's like. <laughs> Lobot and his stunt double. Oh my, it's like the Spider-Man meme of them pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah, like it's two Lobots. They were pointing, you know, Lobot points with two fingers. That's amazing. <laughs> the, oh my god. I never know how your stories are going to end when you start them, and I always enjoy them. <laughs> they, they always end with Lobot. <laughs> That's true, actually. They usually do always end with Lobot, so... Annabelle Davis. I'm sorry. You're getting we, back we, to We could talk about the Mayfair, I guess, but... Yeah. <laughs> we get there eventually. She was one of these bonus... We didn't ex- there were so many people that got... There were stormtroopers from the original founders. You know, we, didn't, we couldn't say get an autograph from everyone, but for some reason, I really wanted to meet Annabelle. She was only in two. She's in Solo as a droid, and she's in Force Awakens as a as uh, that guy with the goggles in Masconata's Castle. Oh, yeah. But there was something talking about... Like, she's, she's, her father's my age, 47... Because he was 11 when he made Return of the Jedi. Which is insane. Yeah. To yeah. And when he hosts the Star Wars Celebration, Celebration Stage, and he's so articulate and funny. Well, he's like the on- king of those conventions. Like, oh. I always see him doing yeah. all the panels and all the hosting. And- he could be the prime minister of wherever he's from. Because yeah. He's just, he's just, he's, he's like magnanimous. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets around on a little segue because he's little. Yeah. And cool. then I met his daughter, who must be 20, if maybe, yeah, I imagine she's early 20s. And same thing. She had this incredible look on her face that you want to point a camera at, articulate and funny. And the thing she told me was she works with Neil Scanlon closely because little people fit well into some of these costumes. It's just, you know, I like Star Wars because I like what goes into the making of the movies. And it's mm-hmm. really fun talking to the celebrities we got to meet about making what goes into the making of these movies. Yeah. Anyway, that was my favorite, I guess my favorite thing. That's I'll insane. stop digressing. No, it's okay. It's cool. we, we could talk about this for I know, hours. I, know. I forgot to do the thing at the beginning of 
if you don't like Star Wars, just go away right now. Because we're just going to talk about <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Stay away from the Mayfair yeah, altogether. Yeah. Like, he's here, like, okay, Star Wars. I we, was at Shayla Shane last night, and, and The Force Awakens was on the, the marathon, and Showcase was oh, on man. this weekend. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, all Easter weekend, just like Christmas. Because, you know, when you think of the the creator, you think of Star Wars. Or, yeah, of course. And, and, I, think she, and, she, and I often get the hand of the remote control that changed because when the hockey's over, and I put The Force Awakens on, and there's three guys playing cards that night. And they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, Unbelievable. And, and I was just like, oh. and I had one of them in mind for my new, our new movie, and I'm thinking Ow. of recasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. It's, like, it's okay not to like something, but it's, it's when you true. go out of your way to be like, oh, I don't like it, and, you know, and just kind of point it out and kind of rub yeah. it in a nerd's face, you know? You're like, yeah. no, you're allowed to, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of some nerd thing I don't like, but, you know. Oh, there's a lot oh, of hate because of social media. media. I don't understand all oh, this internet. No, no, stay off of that. Social it's media, it's, yeah. yeah. But like you, it's impressed me how you are with sports, though, where it's like, you know, sports are on all the time. And you're like, okay, sports is over. How about Star Wars? And they're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> constant Star Wars. Oh, and you're like, dude, the game was just on. That's all that was on. Like, and they're I, playing cards. What do they care? i got to try harder with hockey now because being at the celebration, I discovered Dave Filoni is the, probably a better storyteller in the Star Wars universe than George Lucas ever was. He's, to a lot of geeks, the hero of Star Wars. Where is he? From Winnipeg? No, no. He, no, no. The guy from Calgary in the yeah. Star Wars story group is um, Pablo Hidalgo. Oh, that's right. Dave yes, Filoni, yes. I think it's from Pittsburgh. For some reason, I thought he was Canadian. He looks like a Canadian. We can claim yeah, him. Because he's always him. smiling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's very polite. He's a big hockey nut, and he kept yeah. going on about it at the panels. And I'm like, I guess I have to get into hockey because yeah. he's like, "You're Canadian, <laughs> eh? You like hockey, eh?" And you're like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, I course. saw some weird joke inside a joke where they dressed Chopper up like Dave Filoni for Halloween, which just oh, entailed yes. him being in a hockey jersey and a cowboy hat. Yes. <laughs> and, then, like, and you're like, "Hilarious!" Yeah, so but you know, if I every got storyteller in the movie making business was as inspired and as passionate yeah. as Dave Filoni yeah. is about Star Wars, then we'd be at the movie theaters a lot more often than we well, are. They've learned that more and more, where uh, a few years back, I remember that they were, they go out of their way. We want to distance ourselves from comic books. We don't, we want, it's a graphic novel. We want to make a Punisher movie, but not have him have the skull on his shirt. You know, all these things. And then they're like, oh wait, Sam Raimi and his brother really love Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's get them to do Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, it did really well. Everyone liked it. And that's happened more and more. I know. I'm not even a pun- I'm not a Punisher fan. I've never read Punisher. Yeah. I can't tell you if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. Mm. But I remember when Dolph Lundgren was playing Punisher, <laughs> it was weird they didn't have a skull on his chest. Yeah. yeah. My friends and I just... pants on Wonder Woman. I don't think they could afford it. We went, <laughs> we went all yeah. over town trying to find that VHS. For, oh, it was like a yeah. day in our lives. Of Huge Lewis like, Gossett Jr. fans. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Finally found it. That was good video. Probably. And, but yeah. I remember sitting there at like 13 or 14 and being like, they could walk into a comic store and buy a shirt for $20. Why doesn't Punisher have a skull on his shirt? But that was why. That's why Kenneth Branagh does really good Shakespeare movies. He likes Shakespeare, you know? Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's, well, it's Maybe good. Dolph Lundgren was like, I'm not wearing that stupid... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, like, dumb for the first I wonder, time. I wonder. Maybe they thought we don't want to make it too comic booky. Maybe we want Yeah, to- it's strange. More real it. world. Yeah. But why are you hiding yeah. a, a cartoon yeah. character named Dolph Lundgren? I, mean, I love Dolph Lundgren, but yeah. yeah. Okay, let's quickly wrap this up, but let's talk about what we're screening the week of April 26th to May 2nd, just really quick. I hope it's Star Wars. Ottawa premiere of Minding the Gap, which people are very excited about. <laughs> skateboarding <laughs> documentary. Oh, nice. How do you know what I'm looking at now? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? 
<laughs> he had a twinkle in his eye. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it, but how do you know what I was going to say? I was say? busy being professional and looking at the screen, so I missed what you did. I don't know what happened. So did I. I'm scared. The Quietude. The Quietude? The Quietude? Is that as It's a weird name yeah. for a movie that looks like a nice highbrow artsy film. Mm. Big award winner. Was nominated for an award at the Venice Film Fest. Mm. Then I stumbled saying this over and over again. Far, the story of a journey around the world. Ottawa premiere. You were saying this was a giant yeah, movie in Toronto? Yeah, in Germany. It's the most. It was the biggest box office hit in Germany when it, uh, last year. Wow. And it just played in Toronto and made a ton. Did we get the post-it yeah. cover today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far. Well, people love these travel yeah. documents. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we do a movie where it's just like, it's an old guy going on a hike. <laughs> like, I hope people notice we're showing it and decide yes. to come because, yeah, it was a big sensation in Toronto last week. Then we have the 40th anniversary screening of Alien in honor of Alien Day 2019. This is of note because, and this was kind of, Eric retweeted a guy yesterday who was starting to panic about this. This could be the last time we get to screen Alien because that Fox Disney thing is always looming. Yeah. Uh, I don't like putting it into words because we don't have an answer for you right now. But if uh, you ever want to see this on the big screen, you probably should come. Come on the 26th, (laughs) just in case. Yeah. And it's Alien Day, which I think is four years in. And it's just, you know, a nerd day like any other. We have a Batman Day. We have a Superman Day. Is there a Ghostbusters Day? I don't know if Probably. there is. <laughs> for Josh. Let's make one. <laughs> yeah. It's like 365 days I for Josh. I think Ghostbusters deserves that, but I think their fans are too lazy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is it called arms? Yeah. The Revenge of the Nerds fans just don't care enough to get out there. <laughs> managed to work that in then. so many times. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then we have, uh, this is a movie that, it's a rental, but we're hosting it, and it's open to the public, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a birthday party rental, but they've just decided to open yeah. it to the public yeah. to sell some tickets. So that's cool. Wealth, man. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. I haven't seen Ferris Bueller since I've been to Chicago. We managed to, just luck of the draw, we went to the, the art gallery where the kids in Ferris Bueller are walking yes. around. And we were there early. We managed to be kind of near the front of the line. Everyone was nice and polite. It was all cool. And we went in, and if we would have turned left instead of right, we would yeah. never have gotten it. But we turned right. And Gwen got a picture of me in front of the painting, just like in Ferris Bueller. And then we left that and kind of walked a little gallery circle that was like five minutes and came back into the room and had 800 people in wow. it. We never would have got the photo. <laughs> so so, so I, I did get my magic Ferris Bueller recreation photo. My mind went all over the place when you said that. You were telling that story because I was thinking of that scene in, in the yeah. which I love. Then I started thinking of Woody Allen's Manhattan. Then I started thinking about Wallace Shawn, who's in that movie. And Wallace Shawn's at the Comic Con. Oh man! In a few weeks, bringing it back to Star Wars because of no. Oh, Wallace, yes, he's in, <laughs> I guess they got my the, dinner with Andre. Yeah. <laughs> I think the cast of. Princess Bride is in Ottawa. Yeah. Oh, is Wally that like Sean for me? It's it's my David Andre and Woody Allen's Manhattan. Uh, you think if I bought he's a, in Manhattan. Yeah, he's he's Diane Keaton's ex husband. Oh, okay. And Diane Keaton's like that. him. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best sexual experience of your life. <laughs> and a little twerp. Or he's he calls him a name. I, mean, I was like, if I bought him a Lobot cosplay, <laughs> he put it on. Oh man, I hope so. <laughs> Probably gave him forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They love money. He's an actor. <laughs> Every bald celebrity I'm gonna do that. Just bring that thing. Okay, uh, one last thing to mention is a very special Saturday Night Cinema. I often skip out on Saturday Night Cinema just because it's past my bedtime, but I'm coming to this one. Oh, yeah? We can't say anything because it's cinema, but it's 35mm. It's something that our former projectionist, current tech guy, Marcus, stumbled on. He says it's in beautiful shape. It's It's a movie that I love from my youth. The hint is that it's the second DTS film ever released. Does he have DTS disc? I think he does. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I, Jurassic Park was the first one. This was the second one? Wow. Uh, yeah, there the, you go. And um, yeah, I remember seeing, I think the trailer for this movie played before Jurassic Park. Them. But yeah, I remember that I went to see it because it was in DTS and I was so impressed by it. And because of the director. My favorite hint is, I love trivia that you can't answer. Like, I always joke that if I'm doing trivia to give away a prize here at the Mayfair, to be like, what's my favorite Star Wars character? <laughs> but Andrew pointed out that the hint is that we have the novelization sitting on the shelf yeah. over there. So if someone comes to the Mayfair and looks in our office, oh. we have the novelization of our Saturday Night Cinema movie. And I thought you meant Attack of the Clones. Oh, no, yeah, we got that too. <laughs> the joke is that no one's favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> That's not my least favorite Star Wars movie. No, That's Max's favorite. Every oh, Star Wars movie is someone's favorite. Yes, it's yes. true. We've the, learned that. And on that note, yeah. on that <laughs> we've got to stop because we're boring Andrew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so bearded. He'd even look up. Uh, yeah, you uh, never even gave us. The there was no payoff to that in the YouTube. You get four one one dot now, whatever. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us at makertheater.ca for all our up to the second listings. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go visit our friends at House of Target across the street. They just got a couple of new pinball machines. They just had their fifth anniversary and they had all kinds of cool stuff in there. So good. We'll see you soon at the Mayfair for some more awesome films. And not Star Wars. It's yes. But come see not. Alien for the love of God. You should. It's, it's kinda like Star Wars. It's the closest you'll get yeah, to see that's Star Wars. Space. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. We should advertise it almost Star Wars. Almost Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. If we can get Battle Beyond the Stars, that's about the best we can Battle do. Beyond the <laughs> stars. We're working on it. Space Raiders? Yeah. We're, they're yeah. all great. Battle Beyond the Stars Wars. The Return of Loba. Okay, bye. Bye. It is. It's a phantasm yeah, microphone. Silver ball. Don't look at it the wrong way. It'll come to life and kill us all. Boy. <laughs> if society won't punish the guilty, he will. You see this board here? Every time he kills somebody, I put a red pin in. So far, the only thing that I've got to show for it is these little calling cards here and a whole bunch of these. Now, let me tell you something about this Punisher. If he ever shows up within 1,000 yards of me, He'll find out what the word punished really means. He defends the innocent. But if you're guilty, he gives no warning and shows no mercy. What the hell is this? Trouble. Dolph Lundgren, Louis Gossett Jr. Mr. P, happy hunting! Punisher. Justice with a vengeance.